morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening to the day. Today is the 8th of July, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. Vacation James. Uh, first episode in a week and a half. Copper James statue. was on a lovely vacation. Uh, I have to mention this before I ask about how your vacation was and we jump into today's show. You had one job. You're supposed to send me a picture of a palm tree. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm sure I have one in the photos. No, 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 no. I needed a personalized picture. I was like, I'm taking this picture. And I was going to text you the whole week. I thought about it every single day. But I was like, you know what? He's probably like knee deep into some like Patron or something. I was like, I'm not going to bother him. But you texted me. We talked every day. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, if he's going to forget, he's going to forget. I definitely forgot. I apologize. But. While I was gone, dude, you, uh, I mean, you went from zero to a hundred real quick. Like I came back to like a whole new world. Yeah. Uh, James N- took, Nick, uh, uh, Nick has how many 64,000 subs on YouTube as of this recording. It's in the last, it's been three weeks and I have 64,000. You, I think you passed me in Twitter followers. I did not think I did. I'm over, a, I'm a thousand past you now, by the way, you're hot in these streets. You, um, you know, nobody's happier for you than me. You know yes. this. Yeah, 100%. But it's we, been, uh, we need to have a big brother, little brother conversation. Oh, are you going to give me some like financial advice or something like that? No. I would like... We need to have a talk. Where is Humble Nick at? Humble oh, Nick. What are you talking about, Humble Nick? I just feel like whenever I get on Twitter, I see Nick... Posting how many new subs he's got. Okay, when you go up 10,000 in two days. He has more followers than James. Oh, stop it. You're the one that pointed that out in the first place. everybody know who's subscribing him, to him. Okay, all right. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you understand? I am. You have come a long way. And <clears throat> I told you this many times. This potential in you I, I, I have spotted from, for, from afar for many years. I just know how hard you work to get here. And I just don't want internet success to define Nicholas Hankel. Because at the end of the day, it's the internet. And I feel... Yeah. Sure, go ahead. Like, you have a lot to offer in real life. I just think, like, you do. You say you don't. We're not going to get into the... We're we're having a therapy session to start the show, but we're not going to get deep into it. Don't worry. I I told James, I do have legitimate Pistons things I want to talk about today, folks. We're going to get there, I promise. Yeah, we do. Um... I just think let the numbers speak for themselves. I am now. 50,000 was the last one till we hit 100. All right. But for for me it was every 10 was just mind-blowing. I couldn't wrap my head around like and then the hoodie Allen thing was just cuz like it was like what? And then I actually ended up deleting that tweet cuz I was like who cares. I just think you the work you do whether it's here on the Bun and Cardigan, whether it's on your YouTube channel, whether it's on Twitter, it speaks for itself. People, you, people don't like when people remind them how good they are. Just, I think. Well, the good news is that I made a whole mental health video where I was like, I don't like myself. Fantastic, so. but you're a great person. Just, I just want you to know, don't let this internet success define you. Yeah, I, I just, know, you know, I, I know behind the scenes how you feel. But you're a good dude. I wouldn't do this pod with you if you weren't a good dude. The success is well-deserved, but that's not 
the best Nicholas has to offer. Like, I, it, this shit could go south, and if it goes south, I don't want you to like oh, all your eggs all in the time. basket. I think about it all the time, all the time, because YouTube YouTube's algorithm is being really really nice to me right now. Like it's really helping me out a lot. Mm-hmm. I still haven't learned to trade. I, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, I'm really lucky well, that the YouTube thing is working. It. That's a trade in today's society. Sure, but in the event, like you said, if it just if it if I stop getting recommended, if all this stuff happens, you know. Um, well, I don't even mean you need a backup plan. Like, yes, that would be nice. I'm not saying that's that's not what I'm referring to. I don't want you to feel like you're only worth on this uh, in this world we live in is tied to the internet. It's not. Yeah, you I don't think wanna, so, but it's not. I think it is. I don't want to get into that because that's going to get really real, real quick. I think quick. we should go there, but we don't have to. It's that's, your, that's for you. Well, to no, because people have been waiting for like a week and a half, maybe a different episode. But people have been waiting. We haven't had an episode in a week and a half. So, uh, you want to do Piston stuff? Yeah, I'll just end on this. Super <laughs> I'm happy trying to get for off you. of this as fast as possible. Super Thank happy you. for you. Super proud of you. Now, let just let the content speak. Because yeah. it's, good, it's great content. And people Once, don't want to get beat over the head with. Because there are a lot of people who have been trying for a long time to do what you do. Man, that's the thing that, that I hate ha- about this. That haven't been able to. And you just... I always take this approach, and maybe this will help you, maybe not. My Instagram is private, like it's just for my family and friends. Same. And I try not to like post like a lot of like the good stuff that happens like in my life on there because I hate that part about social media when you only see people post the good stuff and not the bad stuff. And you do both. I'm not saying I do. That. <laughs> I've reached a healthy level, but I just think that. it's not healthy for other people to see when it seems like other people are just doing well, it makes them feel shitty. Not that you're doing um, that. I'm just saying it as a life lesson. Sure. I, I have a lot of responses to that. Um, but the main one is that, I, you know, I like I said, I, I it's very overwhelming to... Okay, here's the thing that bothers me the most. It really does irk me that people have been on the platform for like three years and are they're still trying to hit like 10,000 subs. Mm-hmm. And I've been here less than a month and I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm basically just like, how can I speed run YouTube? Like that, right. that's basically all that I'm doing. for the jugular. And uh, so it, it does make me feel a little bit bad, but it's also like, it's not like I haven't been doing this for a few years. I just decided to, that I wanted to get paid for it and nobody else would hire me. So I was like, I'll just do it myself. And take it serious. Yeah. Which I have, by the <coughs> way. You're I've taken it very seriously. Well, yes. Thank you. I've been uh, pushing yes. you. Yes. And then you, are... you reward me by letting the world know you have more followers. I'm just joking. Okay, uh, you I'm were joking. the one. I know. I don't give a shit. You got the biggest. Those YouTube guys are massive, and you got a shout out from one of the biggest ones, right? What's his name? I got I got one from Crispy Flakes, who's a Pistons fan actually, and then I got one from Jacob, aka Rusty Buckets. He's the one that I went to the Bucks game with. Uh, in who's with the, the one Brooklyn that game. said, uh, "I have a, a a guy from Pistons Twitter coming on." You know who it is? Oh, that's uh, King of the Fourth Quarter. He's that's pretty Kenny. big, right? He's like. I would, for me, he's like the NBA YouTuber. He's got over a million. That's when, like, your that's when your followers catapulted right after that shout out. N- not really. Um, it was. It's really ever just since I started doing the the, the YouTube thing. Period. Okay. Um, because well, Kenny and I, yeah, he had, he reached out to me a few weeks ago about that. I don't even know if I should be talking about it, but he did reach out to me. So, um, I was actually. Mind. Well, now it is, but it was like a. I was confused because like that was in like late May that he 
DM'd me about that, oh. and then it's July, and he just said something about it. I was like, oh, so we are still doing that. Okay, cool. So I don't know. Um, so there's these reports. We're back to the Pistons, folks. Hello. Before we get uh, just in oh, – no, no, no. It's about the Pistons. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. If you're listening to this today on Thursday, I dropped a very fun piece where I know people are going to be like, just take Cade. I know, whatever. But the Pistons are going to listen to trade offers. So I took the top ten that well, the nine teams picking after Detroit, put together the best kind of most realistic trade packages they could get they could offer to get to number one. Ooh. Analyzed it, and then I had the my colleagues, my coworkers who cover those teams weigh in on what they think about the deal. Can I just as a teaser? Mm-hmm. So there's one I almost texted you today that we talked about. Um, you'll read it in the story. I'll only tease. I'll only talk about this one on the pod because I want to see your reaction. Okay. Do you want me to okay. do it now, or do you want to? Go? I was gonna say, give us a little teaser because technically, by the time this comes out, the story's out, so it's not really like you're spoiling anything. So go ahead. Right, but I want people to subscribe. Sure, sure. To give it. us a little something. Though. This is the one I'll give. And I want to see what you would do. The number one pick for number four and OG Ananobi. Mm, I knew as soon as you said number four, I was like, it's OG. Because um, I don't think the Raptors have enough interesting draft capital for, to enti- like. I think OG is the only enticing piece to attach to number four to make the Pistons consider it. Yeah, I just think four is too awkward for Detroit. Because who are you going to take, Suggs? I agree, but you're either well, you never know who could fall. Um, like there's a world in which Cleveland takes Suggs, or uh, you doubt it, but maybe they trade Colin. You never know. Um, well, in that world, I agree with you. Yeah, they want to so, so circumvent like having to pay him. Yeah, there's the possibility, but there's also like I know you don't think so. But there are people who do think who do like wouldn't be surprised if whoever went fourth is the best player in the draft class. Well, it's never number one, with very, the exception of very, Zion. It's very. I mean, it is sometimes, but very. It's it's very. It's not as often as people. Yeah, I it, I wrote that story a few weeks ago. Like number one pick doesn't guarantee much. I think we talked about it on here. Maybe of the last fifteen number one picks, <clears throat> the only two teams to win titles are the Raptors in Cleveland, but the Raptors won. Raptors had the number one pick in 06. They didn't win until Kawhi got there. Andrea Bargnani was far gone. And then Cleveland had many number one picks. And Kyrie technically was on there. The number one pick was Wiggins to trade to get Kevin Love, but they didn't win yeah. until LeBron came back. Well, that was – that was I mean, they, that was the same season that that happened, though. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. But, like, okay, the, yeah. the number one pick directly affecting your team going to the championship isn't – Yeah. Like, in the last 15 years – Again, there's an asterisk next to Cleveland's because LeBron was a number one pick, but he left and came back, and Kyrie was a number one pick, and then they traded Wiggins for like, you, you got to go down a couple layers for that to make sense. Um, sure. Yeah, but it's not a guarantee, and people Anthony say Anthony Bennett that didn't work for the Cavs. Didn't work, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean you look at Minnesota hasn't worked for them, and they've had two, two. first round picks. Uh, Phoenix is start Towns and Edwards. Cat was number one. I'm yeah. totally blanking on that. Okay. Towns and Edwards. Um, People are going to get so mad at us for being negative. Um, well, it's just objective. It's I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's not to say that it's it's gonna it's got to change at some point. Yeah, well, it's facts. Uh, the Suns are just now getting. I mean, getting over the hump. Aiton was number one. It took Chris Paul to get there to really for them to catapult to I, the finals. I have thought about so many different. How do I get DeAndre Ayton on my team? I got to tell you, man, I'm so happy for him. I am too. Be- Seems like because a nice because. I'm just so glad that, like, obviously, yeah, the Suns probably would have been in a really good spot if they had Luka. But DeAndre Ayton is just so fun. 
And right now, even as, as somebody who's rooting for Milwaukee, it's like, how mad can I really be if the Suns do this thing? Yeah, you can't be mad. They're a fun You can't team. be. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's win-win. This is going to be. I'm going to be so happy. DeAndre Ayton winning a finals before Luka has got to be the funniest thing would in the world. It would and be great. And, like, being a, but the third best player on the team, by the way. Yeah, but that's a very – I mean, they have three A-minus, B-plus players. 100%. And then a bunch of – and then a couple more B-minus players, like with Mikhail. Yeah. Um, what are you giving Cam Johnson and Cameron Payne? Cam Johnson has the ugly, or Cam Payne has the ugliest jump shot in the history of life. Oh, so um, bad, but it works. Not a lot. Like I think he's been good, but like he's a replacement level guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Cam Johnson, I'm giving a decent amount too. Okay. Um. So four and own Ananobi for one. So there's a possibility. Okay, you're saying no. I'm going to say no. And I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying, just think of it. All right, let me – I know I know you, so let me break it down to you like this. Okay. You could leave draft night with Cade. Way, yay, everybody's happy. You could, yeah. Or you could leave with a combination of OG and Suggs, OG and Green, OG and Mobley. And Josh Christopher when we move into the late first, which we'll get to in a minute. And you'd have to um, – but you'd have to wait – You'd ha- it had to be a wink, 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 wink deal, as Blake Murphy, our, our rap- one of our Raptors beat writers, pointed out in the piece. It'd have to be a wink, wink deal or handshake deal because uh, Ananobi's the poison pill. So he- I think you have to wait till the moratorium opens. No, still okay. no. But you're thinking because about I- it. No, I'm not really. I was. Just- I'm sorry. I was just waiting for you to be done. I didn't know if you. I thought you were gonna like add another point. Um, no, because in this, like, you could leave with Ananobi and Green. That is such a massive if. And I know, like, right now we can be super speculative and be like, there's a world where, like, this and that happens. Well, that's I- a massive if, but it's not a massive if that it's going to be Ananobi and Green or Ananobi and Mobley or Ananobi and Suggs. It's going to be one of those three. Like, that's not a question. But it's going to be Suggs, though, is the thing. Like, it's just going to be Jalen Suggs. Okay, what, I- if, what if it's Ananobi and Mobley? If I, I knew, that. I love that they rhyme too. Ananobi and Mobley, that, yeah, it's um, a bar. If if we knew, like with great certainty, that like there was some weird promise to Jalen Suggs, and that either you know the 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 leftover from Houston, so whoever Houston doesn't take drops to four. Yes, no, maybe. Can I throw out a trade? Because I've been thinking about this one. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna put a pin in that, and I'll say maybe because I don't really know. Okay. Uh. Go check out the piece. There's uh, nine trade proposals. So was there one for the Pels? Yeah, every team in the top ten. Gotcha, cool. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, so there's the the draft express. I don't remember. who, who Who's the – I'm totally blanking on his name. Is this the Ingram one? I All right, I'll spoil Ingram. Honest, man. I offered to our Pels writer Ingram in number ten. Ah, I really like Brandon Ingram, man. This like is... a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm not – and listen, I wouldn't – because I've been thinking about this all day because there was the, – the Pelicans might be interested in moving up. Here's the problem with uh, the Pelicans thing. There's is a couple, they, but I'll let you get yours off first. They do have the future capital, okay? Them and Houston both do. But the reason I'm not interested in the Pels capital is because – unless it's their own picks and they're protected or whatever, which I, I sincerely doubt they would be. That's kind of what the point of having the Lakers picks is, is so that you can move them around. Those depreciated the second that they were traded because those are going to be in the late 20s for the next however many years. Yes. Right? So those picks are not interesting to me. So that's when you look at, okay, if you're making a trade like this for Detroit, if you're moving back, 
you want future capital, sure, but more than anything, they're also going to want uh, a body more than a to-be-named-later player, which would be a draft pick. And I think that Brandon Ingram is like the... Wow, that's probably one of the best-case scenarios if you're Detroit. But I wonder a little bit about where he would fit on the team. So, yes. so yeah, and, and the other good thing, though, is that he the extension kicks in this year, right? I remember... I don't think He's it was last year. He's under contract for four years or five. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I was. Like, I don't remember if the contract if if last year was the last year of his rookie scale or if last year was the first year of the. the I can't new extension. remember if last year was the first year, but I think either way, he still has at minimum yes. four years left, and that's super important because yes. then by the time he's done, Jalen Brown can walk through the door. So, or I mean, you find a way. To, I mean, people forget Ingram's only twenty three. Yeah, so at the end of it, he'll only he'll be twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I um. I I I I think about that one a little bit more. I still I still think I say no, yeah. but the prospect because of the, I think the fit's weird, but the prospect of having Brandon Ingram in Detroit is really interesting to me. So I that was actually the that's since they have the 10th pick, that's the very first trade we talked about and I'll spoil that one too since we're talking about it. Um I might spoil one more cuz I want to get your opinion <laughs> on it. Is it Cleveland? No. Um, I already know what that one is. Um the Pels one is Brandon Ingram and number 10 for number one. Oh, and they have to take Mason Plumley, I think. I don't remember Deal. what I put. I just finished it not too long ago. Um, I tried to find a way to squeeze Jackson Hayes in there. Uh, mm. But Ingram makes way too much money. Yeah, no, yes, sorry. It was Ingram and number 10 for number one, Mason Plumley, Corey Joseph, and Josh Jackson. Because you got to make the salaries work. Yeah, was Brandon Ingram's what like one hundred fifty eight million or something? Yeah, like Yeah, twenty nine a year. Jeez, man. Uh, but the, the Pels can um, let Kojo walk. They only have a year of Josh Jackson, so it's not the end of the world. Um, I said the Pistons say no. Only because, well, not only. There's two reasons. It's a weird fit because you want to play Ingram at the three. Yeah. And I don't know if Sadiq – and maybe you don't factor this in. Again, it kind of goes back to the you just take Cade and worry about the rest later. You're, Sadiq's going to – if you want Sadiq to start, you're going to have to ask him to guard quicker guards. I'm not saying he can't. I just don't know if that's the best use of Sadiq Bay defensively. So you'd probably roll out a lineup of – thinking of just the best prospects, you would roll out a lineup of Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay, Brandon Ingram, Jeremy Grant, and Isaiah Stewart. John Paper sounds great. Do you? But you're asking Killian and Sadiq, and Killian can do it better to guard quicker guards. So that's a little weird. And they love Sadiq, obviously. Uh, I don't think they're really to relegate him to like a six man role. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if I love Brandon Ingram like you. I still think, even though Cade hasn't played, and I know everybody loves him, but he's still technically like an unknown. Um. You're taking a gamble if you're the Pelicans. Yeah. The Pistons are better right away. But if Cade's what everybody thinks he is, I still think the ceiling is higher with Cade and you have more flexibility for a few more years. Like if you get Ingram, flexibility is kind of stifled a little bit. Um, I think it's something I would really consider, uh, but I think they said no. The Pels writer, Will Gilroy, for us, he said that the Pelicans would probably say no because they have to worry about keeping Zion happy. And while Cade is Cade and he's promising, he's still an unknown. And do you really want to risk pressing reset when you have Zion a few years ahead of Cade? Uh, 
Um, so, yeah, that's one. That was the very first one. And then one more I want to get your opinion on. Just last thing on the Pels. You know why else New Orleans says no? Because they would also they would they already have Stephen Adams and Jackson Hayes. Why do they need Mason Plumlee? I mean, you could maybe do like a three team deal and like and trade one of them. Sure. Um, I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to go read the uh, the Kings one because I I'll look forward to your text Ooh. from that. Um, Ooh. But the other one I wanted to ask you about the Magic. No. Do you unless know it's what the Jonathan trade is? Isaac. Unless it's Jonathan Isaac, I don't, I'm not even slightly interested. You wouldn't do five, eight, and Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> Shit, change real quick. Um, God, I forgot the Bulls pay the Bulls pick conveyed. Yeah, so they have two top ten I'm picks, so, yeah. five, eight, and, and they also have Wendell Carter Jr. is on doesn't become a restricted free agent until the year after next. Book night. Um, maybe Zaire, maybe Scotty I was going to say Barnes you could get you could get Zaire Knight. Williams at eight. I would feel good about Barnes at eight because we already have we already have James. We have if we if you get Book Knight at five, you can get Barnes at eight. That's okay. Or reverse maybe. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Get the score first. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Get, get the score I mean, first. depends on where you you do your homework and you know who other teams like. I'm so yeah. yeah that's I, I was going to say because Scotty probably might not even be there at eight. That's what um, I'm saying. Yeah. There's so a better right, chance right, right. James might be there. Hundred percent. Um, and he, if he's not, get Zaire. Yeah. Five like eight this. and Wendell Carter Jr. Those like long this. arms alongside Isaiah Stewart's long arms in the front. Court. I don't. I think I'm saying no, but this is a great trade. Yeah. And I. I. But I does does Orlando say yes? They have Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony. That doesn't matter. It's Cade Cunningham. Yeah, I guess. But Markel Fultz was scoring like twenty a game. I don't. I don't even remember if that's true. But yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> but you could play them. You could play them <laughs> alongside each other. Um, <laughs> Yeah, our, our our magic writer Josh Robbins said he thinks the magic would ninety nine point nine percent do it. Really? Yep. Is it just Cade? Like just we're Cade. just giving up? There might have been like a. I might have ma- told them to take Mason Plumlee too. <laughs> that seems mean. I mean, if I'm a uh, GM and I have the number one pick, I I dictate the terms, or you're not getting I, it. I gotta be honest, I. Apparently, this Markel Fultz season was just a fever dream to me because I thought he played more than eight games and he only scored 13 in the game. Yeah, he he was starting to look good. No, he didn't play very much. Maybe that's all I'm remembering is my I was just so happy that he looked like something. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyways, now we move. Well, can I say this about Cade, actually? And then I want to move on to uh, the story that you wrote uh, when you returned from your hiatus. Yes. Uh, Remember, go to The Athletic, check out the the nine trades. It's very entertaining. Um, when we talk about Cade Cunningham on my basketball team, sorry, not our basketball team. I need to specify it as my basketball team. Yeah, you said my the first time. No, I know. I'm just clarifying why I didn't say ours because it's not yours. Gosh, people you're, hate. You're a can we talk fan. about that really quick? Uh, <laughs> that one what? guy in the comments on our podcast who hates me because I'm not a Pistons fan and I like I have oh, to like make you it. You have to be objective and well, you just yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I I I truly. I know you guys think it's like a shtick. I truly am not. <laughs> like you, Nick, you've seen my Sean Livingston jerseys. You've seen. No, this is real. Like I have a deck of Sean Livingston and Chris Cayman cards right next to. Like I I am a Clippers. I grew up a Clippers fan. I'm not anymore. I grew up a Clippers fan. Shout out to Central Michigan, uh, Chris Cayman. Yep. Shout out to Central. We talk about Cade on this team, and um, what do we always talk about? Who's the first player? current player that we always reference when we when we talk about Cade on the team in terms of fit Killian 
Killian Hayes. We always talk about Killian Hayes. Who's second? Nobody. Nobody talk. We don't talk about anything. Else. I saw Piston Power did write a piece about Cade and Jeremy Grant. I know some people talk about some PNR stuff with, uh, uh, you know, Cade and Isaiah or, or whatever. But it's always Killian and Cade. I was thinking about this. I was on a walk earlier, and I was like, I'm just if it's Cade, Killian, Sadiq, Jeremy, and then either Plumley or Isaiah. Pick your poison at center. I don't care. I can't help but think that Killian's going to get a lot of open looks. Yes, and because he has to prove to teams he can shoot. And that's exactly what I mean. Like, if I, because I was trying to think of like, well, what's Cade's fit with all these other guys? Because I think he's going to make every, I think he's a floor raiser. I think he's going to get everybody better. And I think he's going to get these guys' looks. And I was like, is it weird to think that he might find Killian more than anybody else? No. That's it. That's all I was thinking about. That's why, that's why we, have talked about and a lot of people have written about that a lot of the success of those two together is dependent upon Killian being able to be a, a yeah. good catch and shoot uh, guy threat. If there are five guys on the floor instead, so at center, just for the sake of this point, we'll put Isaiah instead of Plumley because Isaiah stretches. Um, who would you rather leave open out of all five of those guys? Who do you want? to take an open shot the most. That's probably Killian Hayes. It's not probably, yeah. Not probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, listen, I know Isaiah can hit threes. I would still probably rather have Killian take it, though. Ooh, somebody's going to get beat up. What? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I need to see him in a gym. I need to see him in an open gym. Well, Isaiah's percentages are better. Well, it's relative to volume, is it not? That's even, a good even question. On more I'm gonna volume, look that up. Actually, I'm gonna look that up. Because um, I'm on, very. Cur- he took more threes and shot a better percentage. There's no way that Isaiah took more threes. He didn't take that many. I'm not even. I'm you not even doubting you. Season? The whole season. Killian missed three months. No, I know, but Isaiah wasn't taking six threes a game. He was taking maybe one or two. All right, all right, okay. Killian attempted 72 threes. So remember that number. All right, I- you, you Isaiah right. Stewart. 72 threes. Uh, basketball reference, please. I know this is bad po- podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. I'm trying to beat um, you to it. 63. There we go. Isaiah Stewart took uh ten less, nine less threes, nine less, and ten. made one and made one more. Okay, his percentage was 33. percent What was Killian's? I don't know, but he was 21 of 72. What did I say? Yeah, 21 of 72. That is or 20 and 72. Yeah, he was under 30. percent yeah, well, you know, hey, I'm gonna, I, I texted you this, guys. I'm gonna Pistons fans. I got a new conspiracy for you. All right, everybody, get around. Everybody got a conspiracy. Killian's right-handed. No, <laughs> he couldn't be more left-handed. <laughs> ben Simmons has poisoned my brain. <laughs> I'm just every time somebody can't shoot, I'm like, it's because they're using the wrong hand. <laughs> Blame Kevin O'Connor. Uh, a, a little bit though. I don't like that we've like Sada baby will like just hates Killian. Does he? Yes. What? He just said, yes. This has been a thing like ever since the hip injury. He's just like Killian sucks, and I'm like Sada. Where is he saying this stuff? IG comments. Oh, okay, I don't follow Sada baby on any. I only see them from screenshots on Twitter. I mean, okay. Be better, Sada baby. Yeah. Hey. Danny Brown hasn't hasn't been on the podcast yet. Do I need to reach out to him again? I'm hot again, and he like replied it, to me the last time I was hot. Yeah, so. I feel like we should just maybe when we like know he's on in that album, one. Maybe when we know he's in album mode, we can get him. That's big brain. Do a little little PR tour with mm-hmm. Danny Brown. 
I like the way get you in, think. He knows we got Detroit on lock. Yeah, 100%. Get the, get the um, streets warm for him. All right, so you came out with a story the other day, and I got to be honest, I gasped, and I texted you. Can you remind me what it was? Are you doing this no, thing I'm where really I just not. promote your st- you? So you, you talked uh, about. I wrote, for, it was yesterday's. I don't know what day or it Tuesdays. is. Or uh, Tuesdays. You're talking about the most recent one that's been out? Yep. So you wrote about uh, how the Pistons have multiple second-round picks. Oh, yes. And the, the yes. inclination that you have is that they will leave with only one or maybe none just to move up into the first round. And yes. then you sort of detailed who they could pick uh, depending on – I mean, it's. I guess it's just sort of a very broad, like, no matter where they pick in the late first, these are just a handful of guys that they could pick. No Josh Christopher in there. Yeah, if I did one more, I – I think I might have put him on there. Um, I just did mine based off uh, guys that I've heard recently that they liked or maybe a, a little bit ago that they liked. Um, and some of those guys I know that they very much like right now. Um, as I mentioned in the piece, Tylen Bones was a guy that they liked even before he went off at the Combine. He's kind of becoming the Brandon Clark of this year's draft where everybody likes him. For yeah, he's shooting. the riser, like the second to first round riser. Yeah. Um, and then your boy Josh Butler. Jared Butler. Uh, I'm sorry. Why did I say Josh Butler? I think that's like a defensive back somewhere. Michigan uh, State, I think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe right. Uh, Jared Butler is somebody uh, that they liked as well, but obviously he has the health issues. So he's hard. He falls right? to the second round. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember if. was. I don't think you put Quentin Grimes on there. I don't want to keep spoiling it, but no, I. No, I, I asked around about Quentin Grimes, and it could be. It could be nothing. Like I just didn't get anything that would uh, uh, that would get that would make me put him in that story. I, I haven't done much thinking about next year's Motown Noah All Star team, but I do know for a fact Quentin Grimes is a lock. Yeah, I've I've gathered that from our conversations. Like that you are that he's going to be on there, and he's going to end up on the Kings too. Oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I I think I'm going to leave guys. I I don't know if Dante's going to be back on the team. I. Don't know if Luke's going to be back on the team. I think Colin is too too big time now. You can't score 25 a game and be a Motown no all-star. Um, ooh, I like that. Ooh, is that a, that's a new rule. That's a new rule. Yeah. Well, he scored 24.9, to be fair, so technically. I feel like once you get to 20, you can't be. Ooh. Well, I, I allow myself to have one of those guys. Like, De'Aaron okay, Fox thanks. is also on the team. So I got to pick oh, between. So you, At this point, I have pick to pick between, between those, two. those two. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, the, when I said – when I mentioned earlier, because I never expanded on it, when I said that I gasped, because the last one that you wrote was Jared Butler, and I was like, there's no way. Baylor's best guard last year. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not forgetting anyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jared Butler's nice. So him on this team. And the, the, what would be interesting to me, is though, is uh, especially if you do end up with Cade and you package the picks and move up, um, Cade and, and Jared Butler is kind of weird with Saban, and it would just because technically we would have to re, like re, put him on another two way contract this this summer, right? So we would just be like, okay, never mind, go somewhere else. Um, I mean, you could you could sign him to a small deal and put him in the G League. Um, one thing, and I think me and you have talked about it. Um, fans always tend to get factor in the people that are already on the team right it's like you've you've said it a bunch like what well but we have killian how does that fit but we have Saban. how does that we have jeremy how does that fit for a team that's won how many games do they win 
20, 17? Oh, who cares? I don't know. They have the first pick. I don't care how many games they won at this point. Yeah, like they like Saban, and they liked him a lot in last year's draft, but it's kind of like what we talked about with Wiseman. They had Wiseman, I think, number one last year. That doesn't mean that they would trade number one for Wiseman this year. Um, I think you get the player you think is best, and nobody's untouchable on the Pistons roster in terms of, like, we, we have to make sure we don't draft – a guy in this guy's position like they won 20 games you like Sadiq's haircut I do I actually got to see it in quote-unquote person yesterday not person but zoom yeah we, we talked to him from U.S. select camp I was doing a bunch of running around can you give us a quick any any notable quotes anything of import that I didn't get to read anything that was said no Sadiq's nice guy uh I think he would be better one-on-one but he he's very um well-spoken, first of all, but he's just kind of cliche with his answers. Like, I was actually – I asked the first question. I, I, If you follow the Pistons, you know how often Sadiq says, like, he's not surprised by the rookie year he had because he's – like, he has faith and he puts in a lot of work. But he actually said he was surprised that he got the call from the U.S. Select team. I think wow. that was the biggest takeaway. Wow. That is very yeah. cool. That it, yeah. it is insane to me. And Coach Spo, who's coaching him, said that um, if you – I know Pistons fans might like this one um, – Sadiq and Isaiah are in a great program, particularly for development under Coach Casey. Interesting. Interesting. Eric Spolstra said that. It's a big praise. Big praise. It's interesting to me. Interesting is not a a strong enough word. Bananas to me that a year ago we we, we were who we were. And now we have... You were crying because they got Sadiq. We have... Not because they got Sadiq, but... Now we have two all-rookie players. They're on Team USA. We have an Olympian. And we have Cade Cunningham. Bing, bang, boom. In a year. And I'm supposed to believe that we're not going to be in the play-in. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to get – I'm going to – I was – I almost, like, started crying yesterday. If they win a playoff – can we make a bet? Yes. If they win a playoff game next season, if if they don't win a playoff game next season, you have to get a Troy Weaver tattoo. Can it be like? Can it just be like in cursive and it says I'm always at the front of the ro- roller coaster or something like that? Yeah, that's fine. A Troy Weaver Weaver inspired tattoo. Deal. I think they're going to be entertaining next year. I wouldn't go out on a limb and say they're going to win a playoff game in a play in. I'm saying play in. Winning a play-in tournament game doesn't count. A play-off Oh, game. then TBD on that. I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay. Talk well, to me after the you're, summer you're, league. You're, you literally texted me, raise the banner now. Just raise it now. Well, okay. So yesterday, I'm watching game one of the finals, and I hear Mike Breen at some point throughout the broadcast, these Suns fans have waited, what, 27 years for this moment. And I, like, had this weird wave of emotion wash over me because i was like he's gonna say that about us pretty soon like lca i'm not being funny lca is gonna be going nuts i know you're not and he's gonna be like they've waited you know 20 years for this and i'm gonna be like we did we did we waited a long time and i just 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 to have that like that feeling of like my basketball team is back i could go super hyperbolic and be like we're gonna win 41 games but i i don't think we're gonna win well you've done that have i said that you've already done that i yeah i think you said like 58 (laughs) <laughs> well, the summer league is going to do a lot, and I'll have to really weather expectation because I'm going to be like, listen, they're playing a bunch of like 
college kids. But that's basically our starting five that we're gonna have out there. Yeah. So can I, mean, I weather your can I weather your summer league expectations? Or are you not? Oh, you, you can't. You can't. Nothing you could okay. say. But go ahead, try. It's not. It's not that I don't think that if everybody plays the entire time that they won't win it, I would think they're the favorite to win it. Mm-hmm. I my my question to you is, do you think everybody plays the entire time? No, no. So there you like I don't I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win it all because yes. I, Isaiah and Sadiq like yes they're young but like they've proven themselves and they're doing the U.S. select stuff and like at the most minor of injuries my knee hurts why Dwayne Casey who spent all year we need to be in the, healthy for the offseason will shut those guys down so quick 100% um, like I, my guess is they play the first two or three games and then that's it I'd agree with that I still think we're yeah. gonna win Oh, you think Servetus is leading the the, the last week push? <laughs> they'll they'll just they can bring uh, Leangelo back. What a yeah, what could. a fever dream that was. They could. I can't believe Leangelo Ball is on my back. What was Troy? Why did we ever? Why? I don't know why, but this uh, this isn't me reporting. This is just like connecting dots. They were in Detroit. Um, re- relationship building, like you need an extra body. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Leangelo part of OKC's the year before? He was, yes. I'm and pretty sure. So maybe Troy, maybe Troy Ooh, likes him or has actually, a relationship with somebody. No, that's a good point, actually. I had not even. But I'm pretty sure, if memory serves, the season got shut down before he could even play a game. You're probably right. But the fact that they added him like shows that there's either no, you're um, right. a, re- a relationship with somebody there or he genuinely like wanted to give him a shot or something or like some or something yeah that was just that was insanity to me how, how ready are you for vegas you got what about a month until that but yeah uh it, i'm excited it depends on like what access is like i was vegas okay is- i was gonna say are you gonna be able to do in-person stuff or do you think it's gonna have to be zoom i don't think it'll be zoom but what i do think could be is like we're all group together and somebody comes up and talks to all of us the thing that makes vegas and we talk about all the time on this podcast uh when it's like inside baseball talk um the thing that makes vegas and the regular and the regular season fun as a reporter um pre-covid was the one-on-one stuff you get so like at summer league they also well in past years the pistons used to get out there a week early and do camp out there so um, like maybe four games, four days before the first game, they'd be be out there. And so when practice is done, it's like how it is at home. It's a free-for-all. You can go interview whoever you want. Yeah. Um, and they're not like in a rush to go anywhere. They're stuck in Vegas. So you would get really good stuff. Um, I don't anticipate that being the case because I also don't think they're going to do camp out there this year. I think they're going to do it here in Detroit and then go out there. And I also just don't – I think the league won't open up more until next season. <sighs> But it'll be fun to watch that team play. Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you; it's gonna be fun to watch them play for sure. Are you gonna Are you gonna uh, Are you gonna tweet out some hype like Killian or not Killian, like Cade Cunningham uh, is doing some crazy behind the back stuff in practice and get us all excited? And you know me; you know I'm not doing that. You're gonna be like, "Oh my, Cade's just throwing up bricks in this." <laughs> look, at, look at that crossover on the player development coach. <laughs> who's gonna uh, Who's gonna coach the team? Is it gonna be Sean, the newly extended Sean Sweeney? Or is it gonna be Ty Jerome? Dude, you got to stop. <laughs> I did it Jerome. on purpose that time. Oh. I did it on purpose that time because I wanted to see if you catch it. Jerome Allen. Jerome Allen. Jerome Allen. Um, <laughs> that's a great question. I am not sure. I don't. 
I don't know when summer league rosters have to be in. I would imagine we'd find out. Well, it have to, well we won't know until after the draft, so early August. Well, it was Sean, because obviously they didn't do summer league last year, but it was Sean the year before. When Bruce had triple doubles and was doing all that yeah, nonsense, it out. could be it could be Sean. It could be one of the new guys. It could be it's Tim Hardaway uh, a few years before that, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. I can't remember when Luke um, was hitting threes against like Oklahoma City in his first summer league. I think it was Tim Hardaway. I didn't start covering the team until the month after that. Gotcha. Okay. I started in August of that year. They had already done done summer league. Shows you that James really isn't James really is not a fan because he didn't know who was coaching the Pistons summer league team in 2017. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you might be right. I watched. I, I don't know who it was though. I was on Periscope when he hit that shot. Uh, good what memory. shot was it? He. Was, I don't. Remember, I think they were playing Oklahoma City in the in the they, when they because they would play in Orlando. We weren't playing in Vegas. Right. And that he, was the last year of Orlando. Yeah. And I've he, only done Vegas. He hit. Uh, he hit a shot like to send it to overtime. And we ended up losing. It might have been Dallas, actually. I, I don't remember, but I was on Periscope when it happened. He was wearing number twenty-three at the time, so it dates the story. Uh, was he? He was. Yeah, he's wearing twenty-three in the summer league. People forget. I don't remember that at all. Not a fan. That's why. No, stop. Uh, I just. What do you I mean, stop? Don't. You're not a fan. I don't think most fans remember Luke wore twenty-three in summer league. I think you just remember that because you love Luke. You like in the NBA Finals so far. I mean. Did I like game one? It was, yeah, yeah. it was fun until uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker just had their way with Brooke Lopez. That wasn't fun. And, Drew, and Bobby Portis, too. And Drew Holiday just forced up way too many shots and turned the ball over left and right. These early looks, uh, or the, these looks early in the shot clock for Milwaukee are going to be the death of me. Like, I like Drew, but, like, I don't want, the version of Drew Holiday I want is not the one that's pressing the score. That's just, it doesn't go bode well, uh, 50% of it. It's too hit or miss. Him playing without Giannis is so weird because he's a different player. Yeah, he's he, he's he's attempting to be the player they need, and I don't blame him. I just... Because it worked. He's just not a... It worked in a game... It worked in game uh, five and six against yeah. Atlanta. And there's other times it has... It's just very... It can look like it did in game one, or it can look like it did in, against Atlanta. Like, it's either really, really good or really bad. He was great in the uh, in the Miami series. It was game two. He was the first Buck to have 15-plus assists in a playoff game since who? In 2006, I think. Really rack your brain. Do, Not do, Michael do, Redd. No. Good guess, though. No. I don't think Michael Redd. Oh, is, you said assists, right? I, yeah, I was going to say. I don't think Michael yeah. Redd has ever put up 15 assists in a game. T.J. Ford? T.J. Ford. Yeah, good job. T.J. Ford. Thank you. A little Bucks history right there for you, ladies Same and gentlemen. Same draft class as Sean Livingston. Uh, <laughs> how many think. players could you name from that draft class? Actually, no, it wasn't. 04? Very, a lot, dude. That's the prime of my card collecting. Um, number one was Dwight. Here, pull up, pull up the, uh, pull it up and tell me which each team picks, and I think I can go for a while. Ooh, okay. All right, hold on. 2004 NBA Sh- I know Sean was the first ever point guard drafted out of high school. Sebastian Telfair went 13th, and he was the second ever all right, point all guard right, drafted right. out of high school. Orlando's one. Dwight. Charlotte. Marvin Williams. No. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Omeka Okafor. Yep. Chicago. Same school. UConn. Yep. Oh, man. He's played in Detroit. Ben Gordon. Clippers. Sean Livingston. Wizards. Uh, 
Mm. Oh shit! What's his name? Uh, give me, give me position. Uh, I think it was a shooting guard. Oh, don't tell me. Kind of a hybrid, I guess. Yeah. Um. Who was it? Devin Harris. Devin Harris, and he didn't play. Yeah, he didn't. He, they drafted him, but he didn't go there. That's right. why I was confused. Yep. Uh, Atlanta. Josh Childress. Yep, Phoenix. Did they keep this pick? I don't think he ever played for them. No. Did he? No, he, he definitely. Yeah. Oh, of course he played. Yeah. He. He. I think he was even a victim. Not a victim. He profited off of the 2016 cap spike. I think that's when he got paid. I think it was, might actually have been before that though. What pick was this? Number seven. This or is number seven. He did not play for this team. Played a long time for the team that he did go to though. I used to think his last name was a swear word. Who is it? Luol Dang. Luol Dang, yeah. Now, there's no way you get eight. Wait, why did you think Dang was a cat? Because <laughs> I was like five. Oh, oh yeah. Screw you. Um, I was 12. <laughs> Who went Number. 17th to Atlanta? Hold on, you got to do. You got to go in order. You're not going to get. Was Josh. 17 was Josh Smith. There you go. You're not going to get who Toronto picked because I've never heard of this guy before. Played three years. Who is? Who is it? Rafael. Ar. Ar. Who went to who went nine to Philadelphia? Um, I had a conversation with him like a month. Oh, Andre Iguodala. Yeah, Cleveland. No chance you get this. There's no way you get this. Is that it's not Desagna Shop? No. I think he played maybe. Oh, Luke Jackson. It's Luke Jackson from Oregon. Yeah. Um, yep. And then we'll stop there just because that's 10. This is probably getting. No, let's keep going. You want to see how far you can keep going? 11, yeah. Golden State. Uh, Andres Bedrins? Yeah. Seattle. Ro- uh, Robert Swift? Yep. Portland. I've asked Dwayne Casey about Robert Swift. I, I want to do a Robert Swift story. Who was it? Uh, Thir- 13, Portland. Travis Outlaw? No. Who? Sebastian Telfair. Oh, duh. I said that at the top of the pod. Sorry. I said at the top of the pod. You did, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I said 14, he was the second ever. Yeah. 14, Utah. I have a good hint for this guy. If you I know, know this one. I can picture his card. It's over here. Last name, Snyder. No. Oh, no. That's that's 16, Utah. That's 16, Utah. Oh, Snyder was 16? That, Snyder. What uh, was his first name again? Kirk Snyder. Kirk Snyder. I don't know how interesting this is going to be to people, but uh, 14, Utah. I, I got a blast from the past if they're my age. Like, they remember sure, these guys. Sure, sure. Uh, I got a hint for you. Okay. He was married to Kim Kardashian for like two days. Oh, Chris Humphreys. There you go. Yeah. People used to say I looked like him when I was in middle school. What? He was one. He was. I mean, he wasn't like. He was one and done at Minnesota. He's mixed. He is? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, he's not. There's no way. Chris Humphreys is mixed as shit. Look, me and he dated a Kardashian. 100%. There's no way. So did Scott Disick or Disick. Well, I'm sorry. He dated Kim Kardashian. Of course, he has some black in him. There's zero chance Google, that that's true. When we get off, Google Chris Humphrey's parents. He's half black. He was one and done at Minnesota. He used to kill Michigan State. Uh, 15, Boston. I can picture it. He only played here for like two or three years. Wasn't Al, well, Al Jefferson? Al Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, and then we will do one more. Well, Let's keep going. Oh, my gosh. 16, Utah. You got Kirk Snyder. 17, Atlanta. You already said Josh Smith. Uh. New Orleans. J.R. Smith. Miami at 19. I got J.R. right? 
Yes, you did. I'm sorry. Yes. Darrell Wright. You might. Man. Delon's brother. What? Yeah, it's Delon's brother. I never knew that. Yep. Learning a lot today. Uh, 20, Denver. He has played for Detroit. People were very mad um, about it. Uh, not, oh, man. People were very uh, mad because it was like year th- 12 of his career and he was just bad. And he played for like 10 games for Detroit. I keep thinking the cost of, uh, who is it? Jameer Nelson. He went that late? Yeah. The, the next three guys are Euro players. You're not going to get them. What teams? Utah. Who is it? Just tell me. Pavel. So, okay. New Jersey 22. Uh, Nanad Kirstic. No. Who? Victor Kriapa. I don't remember. Portland, 23. Bo Outlaw. Travis Outlaw. No. Sergey Monia. Okay. Uh, 24, Boston. Uh, Ryan Gomes. Delonte West. Last one. No, let's go all the way to 30. Oh, my gosh. I don't, we're at the end of the pod anyway. All right, all right. People right. might like this. 25, Boston. If you hate this, tell me. I'm sorry. You just told me. No, I did you, not. Oh, 20, oh, Ryan oh, Gomes. No, that was 24, Boston. Boston also had 25. Ryan Gomes. No, he's the greatest defender in the history of basketball. Tony Allen. There you go. Good for you. That was f- good for you. I'm picture. I I wish I could show everybody. I have all these cards. Twenty six Sacramento. I do have a good hint for this. I'm probably going to pick. Was it twenty six uh, Sacramento? And he played for a little bit, right? Oh yeah, he played for over a decade. Yeah, he was the the. Here's an. I'll give you another hint. This isn't the hint I was going to give you. Uh, Daryl Morey said that this player was the precursor to James Harden. And then I can give you my other hint, Ooh. which actually my give me the other one. My the other one is Kevin Martin. Ah, there! I oh, just Kevin said Martin. his name. Yeah, Kevin. Dang Martin. it! I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, Kevin Martin was part of my favorite uh, what if trade of all time, which what one? which was Clay Thompson and Harrison Barnes for Kevin Love and Kevin Martin. Mm. Yeah, and that Kevin Martin. Uh, I mean, you go. You want to see some beautiful. Three point numbers. wasn't the It wasn't the prettiest jumper, but that boy went in. It went in. Uh, twenty eight Sacramento or not Sacramento? Uh, uh, Spurs. I don't remember who the Spurs picked. Bino. Bino Udra. Yep. And twenty nine, David Harrison. Well, thanks for letting me guess. Oh, I remember David I Harris, meant, big I'm man. Sorry, from, I meant to say Indiana. He went to the Mavs, right? Or Indiana? Yep. David Harrison, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, did I say David Harris? I'm sorry, I meant to say David Harris. Yeah, and then There's somebody, one more. I, who's, th- who's thirty? Uh, Orlando, foreign guy. Uh, yes, but uh, he did not play for Orlando. I can tell you what country he's from. Because I actually play? know this. Oh did yeah, he play? oh yeah, he played. Okay. He play, he was an, he was kind of iconic for the for the city that he played for for a majority of his career. Rasho Nesterovich? No. Alberto? No. Go ahead. Anderson Vergeau. Hmm, that's right. Forgot he got drafted by the Spurs, right? Is that what you said? No, the Magic. The Magic. That's right. Yeah, I'm just saying that's right at this point. Right. Like, he are went... you impressed or not impressed? By... Yeah, that was good. Okay. I'm. I don't know if I could do that with anything. Go that. I could do that with like NBA champions. Like I could go back to like '83 probably. I feel like which that's... isn't impressive, but 
That is very impressive. I, I couldn't do that. Um, we'll do it off the pod. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Sorry, guys, if you hated that. I, um, yeah, that draft was a pivotal point in my basketball fandom. So uh, I'm, I'm mad I didn't get more, but I thought it did okay. Yeah, we probably should have kept track of what you were batting. I'd say you probably got about 75% of them, if not more. Yeah, that might be high. I'd say 60 all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, I sure, thought that was fun. That was know. fun. I'm not mad at okay. you. Hey, it's okay. okay. I'm sorry. It's all guys. right, James. Uh, but if you did hate it, it was I. I it was not my fault. Yeah. Uh, I'll take blame. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far, genuinely, thank you very, very much for listening. If you're listening, go to this, subscribe to Nick on YouTube. Well, go New YouTube. Go go read the He's athletic first. Go read the athletic first. Go no, get, no, no, go to YouTube first. Do you guys got a promo going on right now? Because it's free to know. sub to me. I don't know, right? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> okay. To circle back, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Your work is you. You've you've earned this. I I've told you as soon as you start taking it serious and doing a bunch of stuff, it was gonna pay off. I'm glad you did it, and it's paid off. And people, there are people that like you. There are people that don't like you. But you work as hard at this arena of of sports media uh i don't know exactly what the term is but very few work as hard as you so i'm I'm happy with i'm glad that you're getting the recognition you deserve buddy it's been very overwhelming but thank you all right ladies and gentlemen we will catch you guys in the next one peace